Yeah, I'm going to finish this piece, but I don't even know what this is, actually. Journal of a Black American. I don't know what I'm writing here, but I'm going to start off from this part because I'm probably going to take this part out about the fight. But it, I'm gonna, just going to have to talk about my anger in a different way and how I, that is the point, though, that I realized it was powerful. And since that moment of the fight, I've never held um, the wrath of my anger in check. So it's difficult for me to let go. Um, this is because the world is a dark alley for oppressed peoples. And without my anger, it feels like I walk it alone. To relinquish this anger, I also have to throw off the burden of false narratives, ideas, lies, and deceptions that are propagated through American society about people who look like me i must actively dispute the true quote-unquote truth of these lies i say quote-unquote because they live in my mind as the truth the quote-unquote truth of these lies as they live in my mind nothing is felt externally for me at least without an internal response so to change my external reaction to the stupidity of the world as i see it and racism um, in america i must change my internal interpretations of myself I've seen this method tried in the reverse fashion. Brothers and sisters call each other queens and kings without first having the mindset of kings and queens. So I believe it is important that one must feel this way prior to acting this way. That is to say you are only as sexy as you think you are. Once we can view ourselves internally apart from and outside of the negative definitions that have been laid for us, we can begin and will live free. Now, please be aware this is a high level approach without most of the particulars, uh, some of which I'm still trying to iron out. The main focus, though, will and must be, and I know some people aren't in agreement with this, but I am solidarity with Africa. Western society would love for black people of the world to remain divided, anxious, wanting, needing, and begging in any shape, form, or fashion in any society or um, nation on earth. As black people, let us let it be known, uh, particularly as African Americans, we have an inheritance and we also have a home. That inheritance is America and that home is Africa. And I'm going to tell you once, I once despised looking at Africa like as my home because I couldn't reach inside of it and, and, and depict or distinguish where I came from inside of Africa. And I argue that that is not important. Africa to me and, and for me and every other African-American should be looked at as just another country every country inside of africa needs to be looked at like a state for us so we need to be looking at africa like a super country like a super walmart like a super country and all the little countries in there are just super states and then we need to be looking at it like that we are african we from africa we don't have to worry about what part um and so um i I, I used to despise that, but I don't despise that anymore. Once I started looking at it like a super country um, through Africa, I believe um, we should be redeemed. And with us, the multitude of oppressed people worldwide, we've been told many lies about Africa, primarily that it is backwards, dangerous than third world. Now, and what we aren't taught is the destruction and tyranny brought by colonialism and imperialism of Western nations throughout nearly the entire continent. They make you afraid to go home, afraid to even visit 
teach you that ancient Egyptians had the olive skin you see on Egyptians today. These are all lies. And and, and from from my entire 38 years, I have yet to determine what one can believe out of the mouth of a liar. I believe we must claim our inheritance. And yes, the world owes us. If not the world, certainly American government owes African Americans. But I stick steadfastly to the fact and um, belief that the world definitely does owe the African. This declaration that the world indeed owe the black people of earth at the very least an apology for the transgressions of their ancestors is the foundation of my movement. This is because of the fact that discrimination and oppression sadly are ubiquitous at this time. What we call reparation involves much more than financial compensation and should not be for African Americans only. Africans and African countries deserve reparations and acknowledgments for the perpetrators from the perpetrators of these grievous offenses. And I say perpetrators because it is ongoing by the descendants in their lack of acknowledgement and quiet mouth nature about it. We know that Western countries carved up Africa as if it were a cake and distributed stolen lands to invaders while using tactics that sometimes included killing and most oftentimes included terror to effect these hostile takeovers. As an African-American, this feels and sounds strikingly familiar. We know from the history of America that we Americans live on stolen lands, yet we rarely acknowledge, recognize, or honor this truth. We are taught the idea of manifest destiny in school. They hold, they told, they tell us that God ordained the land for Americans, and it was the American destiny and right to invade lands already occupied by sovereign nations of indigenous people. What we aren't taught is that the term American really referred to the white population and more specifically the white man. Manifest destiny, though taught as an though is taught as a benevolent, <coughs> um, was really a um, declaration of war against indigenous people and in the name of God, no less, a jihad of sorts, or to use Christian terminology, a crusade. It is ironic that a country that decries religious extremism was in fact expanded in size, at least land-wise, by religious extremism itself. And they false believe that the American was the new chosen of God. The same thought process has been applied to the African continent by imperialism and colonialism. We know that independence has come to most of the African continent, but Westerners left ruin and chaos in their wake by creating environments that harvest, harbor racism. <laughs> More racists are born and racism is not only propagated to the ones in power, but the infection begins to affect the ones who are being oppressed. Internal rivalries and competitiveness in any arena uh, of Africa amounts to fighting over a plot of land that you hold no claim to and couldn't cultivate properly if you did. When I speak of internal conflicts, I speak of external conflicts as well. Primarily, I speak of the African-American dilemma. We know where we came from due to the beautiful hallmark hallmark of our complexion. But many of us have felt like the bastard children of Africa. Many of us have 
had negative experiences with African natives who view us as slaves and not truly African. It is a humble and precarious spot we find ourselves in as African Americans. We look back to Africa for our past and forward to America for our future. But what if we could look forward to Africa as well? Ours was not a voluntary migration, so we stand apart from the history of any immigrants in this country and almost the world at this point. Never has a history been so thoroughly erased than that of the African-American. While such a position would seem untenable, I argue that by virtue of a history so tragic and ugly, while gorgeous at the same time in its victory, that because it is so readily accepted, celebrated, um... At times by those who will perpetuate the gears of injustice in spite of the struggle that because of all this, there is none more American than the African American. We hold the values in the Constitution at their word, regardless of the uh, regardless of whether or not the writers intended them for people of color at all. Yes, we are overly insensitive. We are overly sensitive to justice. Can you blame us? I'm sure suspicious nature and a full bag of skepticism may have saved many a slave's life. We hold tight to no illusions of how bad it can get. We know we can be betrayed by anyone. We know what the worst of society has to offer. That's what the founders fled from while at the same time perpetrating an even worse atrocity hidden by the willingness of an entire group of people to develop, nurture and grow a lie. That being said, <laughs> a grow a lie that said Africans were in fact not human. Let me repeat that. We know what the worst of society has to offer that's what the founders fled from while at the same time perpetrating an even worse atrocity hidden by the willingness of an entire group of people to develop, nurture and grow a lie that said Africans were in fact not human. So our response to those dedicated to advancing oppression by propagating lies in such a blatant manner is wide eyed, brow furrowed concern then outrage. When we see these Republicans who literally get up here and we know at this point, like, okay, this has nothing to do with anything but team now. And it's whatever team you're on in turn when you're on the Republican side. And they say that you have to just go along with this lie. That's Don't you understand why a group of people like African Americans would be very concerned about a group of people going along with a lie? Because we know good and well it was it was not the entire white population that said African Americans weren't human. That's not how it went down, because if that's how it went down, we would have still been in the same situation. So it was known that Africans had great civilizations outside of even Egypt. They just talk about Egypt because that's what they want to teach you about. But there were way there were way more great civilizations in Africa outside of Egypt. And. Historians knew this and white historians knew this and there were white historians who were fighting against the lie. 
But so many people had an interest in keeping the lie going that that's what happened. The lie was louder than the truth. The truth got shouted down. People got shouted down who 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 spouted the truth. Sent packing never to be seen again. And so even to this day, it feels like the whole time white America thought Africans were less than human. Not all of them thought that. But it was such the truth was shouted down so so much that you don't even really have history of people fighting against this. That's easy to find. You got to dig and dig and dig and then you start finding, okay, here are these activists who are like saying, hey, man, this is wrong. What the hell? So it's it's real concerning. And that that's just for slavery. We know that is as recent as the 40s. There was another big lie about Jews. That people just kept quiet about. Until you had. Jews being rounded up. And I'm not advocating for Israel right now. Because I think the weirdest thing right now. Is for Jews to have gone through that. See us us African Americans. We hold no. Illusions like we just said. About how bad it can get. For some reason. Israel always seems to forget about how bad it can get. And the first time they ended up in concentration camps thinking they were white. (laughs) And now they're actually putting people in concentration camps because they've forgotten. That's weird. They went from forgetting and being thrown in concentration camps to forgetting and now throwing people in concentration camps. Stand with Palestine on that. We don't play about that. We don't ever forget oppression. That's 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 one thing about about uh, an ex-slave, a descendant of a slave. No, we know just how bad it can get. We not we not holding that back. We're not pretending out here that uh <coughs> that y'all won't and will not. Cause it's just as recent as the '40s, y'all were burning your own folks. You know, black folks looking over here like we already know. Cause we being burning and hung on trees at that time in the 40s. It, that was that was nothing. And you ain't gotta throw us in a concentration camp. They let us, they let us kill us on the street over here. <laughs> you ain't gotta you ain't gotta hide it behind a a, a a lie. So that's why when y'all talk about the big lie and we looking at the big lie, we like, damn, nah, man, we really gonna start screaming very loud about that because we know exactly what that big lie mean that's a that's the next step to slavery oh oh that's 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 a that's uh going too far okay lying is going too far standing behind somebody who perpetrated lie going too far as you ask me so once you step over the too far line when you don't have a line once i realize there ain't no line shit i start throwing up all kind of defense and start screaming in all kind of way because one thing about it you ain't finna enslave me or my kids Cause I was sitting around here quiet, thinking it was all good. When you giving me every single sign that if Grant given the opportunity, you give me your ass to kiss <laughs> and a plantation to work on. Journal of a Black American. <laughs>